0: Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights, and expertise into practical business-boosting strategies, tactics, and actions. Stop working so hard. One of the biggest problems that business owners face is they try to do too much themselves. Instead of focusing what they do best in their business, they get caught up in all the itsy bitsy stuff of running a day-to-day business. Things like administration work, formatting, creating spreadsheets, proofreading, editing, even writing stuff. Then some creating some products and services themselves. If and if you've ever fallen into this trap, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and it's called Elance.com. So it's like freelance without the first three letters. So Elance is one of a number of websites where you can list your projects, and a bunch of eager beavers all around the world will bid enthusiastically to do this work for you. I've used Elance for a number of things, for transcribing, for editing, ghostwriting, software development, book cover design, doing basic web research, filling in spreadsheets, and much more. It's an excellent way to get other people to do your dirty work, if you like, so you can concentrate on what only you can do in your business. Now, because i have used Elance a lot, one of their writers for their staff magazine interviewed me and published an article in the newsletter so other people could learn from my experience. So I'll share some of their questions here because they're going to help you when you start using Elance. So question, you've awarded a number of projects in a variety of disciplines. How do you choose the winning bidder? So my answer, two things matter for me. Proven results? and prior experience so for proven results i look through the feedback that they've got for past projects many providers get good feedback but a few of them get outstanding feedback that's always a good sign if you can choose of course if the feedback is recent and it's for similar projects than the ones that 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 you're trying to get, that's even better. For prior experience, I usually ask for a sample of past work that they've done for similar projects. That gives me an idea of the quality of their work and demonstrates that they know what I'm looking for. For example, if I'm getting a book written, it's more useful for me to see a sample chapter of a previous book than a single article that they've written. That gives me a better idea of their writing style and the quality of their work. Question. What can a provider do to differentiate themselves from other bidders? My answer, the simplest thing, is to respond directly to my project description. Sometimes I've seen bidders who provide a generic description of their services. They don't make any real connection to my project. And, well, I think that if they don't even bother making an attempt to make their bid specific to my request, it it just makes me wonder how much effort they're going to put into the project itself. So those are the bids that I ignore immediately. On the other hand, providers who clearly demonstrate they've taken the time to read my project description, they're the ones that I favour. Some of them even provide a sample of previous work, which is excellent, and a few have even gone as far as doing part of my project as a sample, which is even better. It's not essential for me, and by the way, you can't ask people to do a free sample for you on Elance. That's against the rules. However, some of them will do it anyway, and of course, that counts in a positive way for me. So next question. Providers say you provide good instructions and feedback. Do you have any tips for new buyers? Okay, so here's my answer, and this can make a big difference to how much people will bid. In fact, this can help you lower the prices that people are going to bid. When you write your description, remember this is all that the provider has to assess the project and make a bid. So provide enough detail for them to make a good assessment. This means that you can both be clear on your expectations. You'll probably get a better price because the provider doesn't have to bid higher to allow for unknowns. For example, if I'm asking for someone to transcribe some audio for me, I'll include a sample of the file so that they can listen to the voices and the sound quality and so on. And they, they get an idea for how easy or difficult it is. Or if I'm asking for writing or editing, I'll include a sample chapter or a sample of an article. If I'm asking for software development, I'll write a detailed requirement specification. The more specific you can be, the easier it is for the provider to bid on their project, and the less they have to fudge their figures or allow for contingencies. If you make a project very, very vague, then they do have to bid quite high because they don't know how much work they're going to be in for. Question. Were there any experiences where confusion about a project or instructions occurred? And if so, how do you resolve the problem? So my answer is, generally, I request some intermediate milestones for long projects so the provider can send me the work that they've done so far to review. That allows me to check that they're on track, gives me the chance to correct things if they seem to be going wrong. That's much better than waiting for the end of the project and then telling the provider that you're unhappy with their work. Even if they do the work again and they redo it, it it might mean that you miss a deadline. It means they're probably not going to be happy. And it's so much easier if you get them to send you some intermediate work and, and set some milestones up front so that you can help them stay on track. Question, have you developed any ongoing business relationships through ELANs? So the thing is, my answer is that I like creating ongoing business relationships in general, not just through ELANs. So yes, I do often go to ELANs to find a provider for a project the first time, but with the intention of giving them ongoing work. In fact, I often state this in our project descriptions that people know that I have more work of this kind coming up. So I hope you got value from these tips, that, which are based on my experience. If you've never used ELANs before, I do urge you to consider it. It can really free up your time and your focus. And if you're listening to this podcast before the 7th of July, 2011, I'm running a free webinar on that date to help you use ELANs to get you started with outsourcing using ELANs. I'll be able to demonstrate some of the projects that I've done there. If you're interested, go to net and you'll be able to register for the webinar. If you're listening to it after that date, please go to that website anyway, internetbusinessrevolution.net. You'll be able to watch the recording of the past webinars. I hope you find that useful, and I hope you make a lot of use of eLads, just like I've done. You've been listening to the Expert Goal podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues and leave your comments, suggestions and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.